0: You are listening to Revealing Real Estate Podcast, where we dive into getting over your fear of taking risk in real estate and making money while you sleep. I'm Nico Pedizano, your host and real estate guru with over 20 years of experience. It's time to get real. All right, we have a wonderful guest on our show today. You guys don't know what hustle is until you hear this guy's story. And this is a real true success story of a gentleman who truly believed as a child that he wanted something and really did what he needed to do to go after it at a very young age. And I'm going to tell you a story about him that I'm going to remember. But let me just welcome our special guest who's well known in our community with a successful record of delivering positive results in Woodbridge. He has received many awards for his active community service, including the 2018 York Region Man of Honor Award in the Special Achievement category, the 2017 City of Vaughn Volunteer Recognition Award, and the 3 Vaughn Volunteer Society Award. And he is committed to being responsive, reliable, and accessible. Welcome to the show, Adriano Volpolintesta. Thank you for coming in on the show. And number one, congratulations for finally being elected as Ward 2 Counselor. That is awesome achievement, and thank you for coming on the show.
1: Nick, thank you so much. It's a p- true pleasure to be here it's a fantastic honor, and I want to say thank you for the invitation. I'm looking forward to this.
0: You created that, eh? That slogan, yeah. <laughs> the fantastic. I remember following you on Instagram, and it's such a good, beautiful tag word, keyword, fantastic. I, I see you say it in your speeches, especially when you're in front of council. Uh, and I just want to say it's a pleasure to have you on because I've, I've been following your story for a very long time. I remember back in 2004 when I bought my first house, you were door knocking, helping. I forgot who the other candidate was that you were helping run for counselor at the time, and you were backing him up, and you were in the Sonoma Heights area, and you were door-knocking with him, and you were campaigning within that area to help him promote there. But we'll get to that story. It's just a story that I remember about you, and we're talking 20 years ago, and I remember for a very long time, you've been campaigning. I've seen your signs out there. I was like, who's this guy, Adriano Vopalentesta? And then, you know, social media, I think, was a really huge component for your success and your growth. How did this all start for you? Where did your passions, uh, you know, get driven from?
1: So first of all, growing up in Vaughan has been the blessing of my life. The success of its people socially, culturally, economically. It's always been my motivation and my inspiration my entire life. And uh, growing up, it's been an incredible city. And um, when I was younger, playing sports, hockey, soccer, at our school graduations, I, I used to like watching uh, the, the individuals do speeches. I used to like to listen to them, but I didn't know exactly who they were. So in grade 7, we did the York Region Waterford Tomorrow program, and we heard all those names of, of former members of council. Some are my colleagues, say, like General Rosatti and Mario Ferry. And the geography class, it taught the, the students what is the role and the functionality of a municipality, roads, parks, community centers, fire service, all the day-to-day stuff that affect the everyday people. And from that day forward, I Miss Candido's class in grade 7. I said, one day I want to serve the people of Vaughn. And uh, it's been a 22-year lifetime commitment to the people of War Two in our incredible city.
0: And that is great, you know, and thankful to your teacher, right, that mm-hmm. pushed you and directed you and educated you the right way. I'm sure you're giving her big brownies right now. <laughs> you know what? Uh, <laughs>
1: speaking about how time flies and, you know, how many things are so surreal during this journey, one of our first meetings we had at council at 1 o'clock, and for 20 years, I was always there in the crowd, you know, the third row at the corner where I was eye-level to members of council, participating on, on deputation, being involved. And I came up from the back to sit down. I sat down, and, and usually, it's a little, it's usually it's empty, but one-third of the section was full, like you're at the hockey game. So I walk out, hey, Adriano, Adriano, hey, how are you? So I put my stuff down, say hello. As I'm walking to the section, I look up, and hey, I go, oh my God, it's Miss Candida. So she came a big hug so good to see you and some of my colleagues are there watching and and um you know, the staff and the the delegation that was there and i go and it was just a beautiful moment and uh see you guys see that story grade seven this is the teacher miss candido she's always been a, a great motivator and inspiration it's always great seeing her over the years uh now she, uh, she's my teacher grade seven she was a principal in in Valor community and now she's at the board a uh, superintendent of one of the departments so. It's, what a journey 22 years later to see that where i began in the council chamber we also even took a picture of it so that that is amazing
0: and it's those moments whether you're a hockey coach or you're a teacher or you're a mentor in some way or or another to a child you know those are the hero stories right you know i remember my first coach i talk a lot about it with my son who's in hockey making sure that i align him with the right coach uh just because there is such an influence that teachers and coaches and mentors, people out there within that service that can help somebody become successful within their life by just giving them the right encouragement or the right belief in that particular person. And it shows today that as long as you dream big and you you just go for the stars, man, you can put wonderful smiles on, on people's faces by just believing in somebody. And I'm so happy for you, for what you've accomplished, and, and your full achievements that you wanted, because when you see somebody's dreams come true, and you've been following them for so long, I tell people all the time, I'm a very fantastic type of person Absolutely. myself, I don't cross steals that often, <laughs> <That's like me. laughs> right, so I'm always just north of yes, and I'm south of Tustin Road, right, and, <laughs> and those, are, those are my coordinates, right, because I just I eat, sleep and breathe the yes. community of Vaughn, right? And and it's such a wonderful community. The people are great and it, it is just Tastic. and I love that hashtag you. and it's wonderful. And
1: you know what Tastic means, Tastic represents the passions, the personality and the purposes of the people of Vaughn. And every single resident in our city represents that. When you be your, your true self, when you give back, where you follow your goals, your dreams, and you always want to do good. Nothing beats people with good intentions, positive intentions, want to help out, want to succeed. And if you do that, eventually down the road, you will succeed because, you know, pe- pe- the, it's such a small world. The universe, you know, brings people together and you never know who you're speaking to, who can introduce you to you. And people can tell when someone's genuine, authentic, sincere and, you know, and they want to do well. And that is uh, something where it attracts people to no matter what field you, or what in, industry in, in, we're industry in. in life.
0: Yeah. Your hustle has been phenomenal right and i want to continue just a little bit more on that hustle mm-hmm. right because when did you first run for for counselor
1: when i was 18 years old
0: was your first for, real
1: yeah for regional counselor i can ballot
0: yeah. in to say hey i'm running for war two counselor was it always no, no, for was, war two that
1: was regional counselor All regional years old. 2006 counselor. yeah i got six thousand votes just spending a $1, thousand dollars a hundred signs and i was creative they're eight feet in the air so they stand out and uh about thirty thousand business cards word of mouth uh, we got six thousand votes, and some of my uh, some of the, the top three who, who won one hundred fifty thousand. All our campaign, and I actually bet three individuals. And when you look at, I remember, you know, now my colleague, Regional Councilor Rosati, when I went to go congratulate him, he goes, Hey John, how much did you spend? So he goes ten thousand, fifteen thousand. I go no, a thousand bucks. He goes a thousand dollar, you got six thousand votes. So <laughs> I, I, and uh, you know what? 20, 20 years later, we're we're calling it's the support of the community, Council. right? And, and for the war two, that's when we, we ran three times. Two thousand fourteen showed the back show. So two thousand fourteen, I I got eleven hundred votes, came five out of seven, and I raised ten thousand dollars. In two thousand and eighteen, I raised thirty six thousand dollars in in about two months. Uh, tripled the vote. One night show with a couple of volunteers, but just door knocking around the clock. I tripled three thousand votes. A very close second with another individual, and uh, at the time, Councilor Cruella won by 1,000 votes. This time, we went from 1,100 1, to 3,000 to 7,200, uh, d- uh, doubled and a, and a third, and was able to raise uh, the maximum amount, $37,000 in, uh, in one month. It shows Win. the motivation of the community, we everyday yeah. people, because usually it's... Uh, but it starts with you, because yeah. you got
0: a winning attitude, yes. right? And it's all about a winning attitude. That's hustle. Mm-hmm. To me, that's hustle yes. going out there, knocking on doors, you know, doing what you need to do to survive. I remember when I first started out in real estate, people don't know the sacrifice that I made to get where I am mm-hmm. today. And there's still so much more that I still want to achieve. Yes. And there's still other passions that I really want. And I'm sure you do. And we're going to get mm-hmm. into those. But that's where it starts from the roots, right? you, you got to plant that seed. you got to water it. It's got to grow. And then, you know, you got to keep working at it.
1: I'm sure when you first were door knocking before you told your first couple homes, you probably have to introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, why. Then bit by bit, your reputation, your track record, people come to you. But same thing. I remember my 2014 high major open of i running for Ward 2 counselor. I bring you at the time 14 years of community leadership in the city, the school, the sports, the community. Okay. Why not? So how time flies every election. You know, it takes time. And uh, people see consistency when you're there around the clock, not just... When you need their voter, you need their, you want to sell their house, you show up at the doorstep. So there's so many uh, similarities.
0: So since you've been, you know, elected as councillor for mm-hmm. Ward Two, City of Vaughan, I've seen you and I, and I've seen that smile, and I'll come off that face, and you've been smiling for a very long time. And I'm sure your mom and your sister can't take that smile off your face and are super proud of you. Can you share a little bit of Absolutely.
1: that story? So I come from very humble beginnings. Uh, you know, my mom, she's worked two jobs for 25 years, you know, in retail, working hard. You know, she really sacrificed her whole life uh, for me and my two sisters. Uh, she was a great inspiration and, and motivation. And, you know, all, even over the last decade, I've helped out uh, with them on the family situation, taking care of uh, a lot of um, the burdens you know, financially. Uh, there are times where uh, we shared a car. Our life has been so many setbacks and obstacles, and I've, I've defined each and every single one of them. So when people see me, I'm so grateful, so thankful, so appreciate where I don't take this for granted, and... Uh, where I come from, I put myself in the people's shoes. A situation, a problem. I understand how it is to be in uh, real uh, tough situations where people, you think people don't believe in you or or care about your situation, but that's what's very unique about me and and my leadership style, it's it's very grassroots. When you have a problem, I'm going to do everything I can to help you. I will go through every avenue, possibility, use every tool in the toolbox to ensure we can help the community and the residents. So this is very personal to me. That's why I'm very passionate about this, and people see that this has been a lifetime commitment. And when you have a discipline, desire, a determination, it could get you through anything.
0: Very true, so true, and I cannot express how true that really is because that is a prime example of myself and you appreciate it so yes. much more right you know when it's not given to you on a silver platter <laughs> and, and you had to go out there and really grind and work for it and put on your construction boots and your hard hat and really dig at it uh man i applaud you and that is amazing and i'm so proud of you and i'm sure there's a lot of people and i'm very happy to have well you're not in my ward but i wish you were but you know maybe i can convince you differently next time but <laughs> we'll talk about that for another day but yes let's get right into now the present you are in the city finally i know you've been there you've been helping Mm -hmm. out you've been volunteering over the years i just Mm -hmm. want to fast forward absolutely you're right now in the city of vaughn what's it like what was it like you know within your first day of office what's it like today what's currently happening for the city
1: enjoying this episode subscribe to our channel and leave us a comment down below to let us know what you want to learn next make sure you're following our instagram and tiktok to stay up to date on our new episodes every friday you know, uh, before the people brought me to be their new counselor for Ward 2, I've done this for 20 years, and I mean that, you know, since 16 to now 36, I've been to every meeting, participating. I have over two decades of experience in the city, the school, the sports, the business community. I've helped thousands of residents. They call me directly, and I've have a, for years, I've worked directly with staff, with uh, every department to get things done. I've worked very well with members of council, and so it's been a very smooth transition a very, uh, you know, what I expected it is. And uh, as issues come in, we help out. And, you know, uh, last last uh, last night we had our first Vaughan Public Library meeting. I wanted to be on it for many years. And that was our first meeting. Um, sometimes you apply uh, for, for boards, you don't get them for whatever reason. But it was uh, so great to be at that first public meeting and in particular for War Two, we're getting a brand new library at Father Buffon Community Center. Very nice. Um, I know you
0: got a wonderful uh, hockey arena, outdoor hockey arena, yes. which is really cool. Absolutely. Right? Maybe we get some boards on those hockey arenas, which are which the are nice. The boards are there the now. The boards are there now. Yes. I haven't driven by because I used to go to Father Rosani. I used to be part of War Two when yes. I was growing up. Are the boards there now? Nice. Yes, finally. <laughs> nice. nice, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I remember those days. Yeah, you remember those days. So you know that that's uh, that was awesome. So right now in the presence of your daily jobs within yes. the city, what are some of the things that you kindly work on daily?
1: My responsibilities every day it varies. People call me sometimes, the tree's dead, we need a new tree. There's a large um, pothole in the street, we get it uh, patched up. The street light's not working, so we get it replaced and fixed. So many day-to-day issues, because as a municipal councillor, we're in charge of the roads, the parks, the community centres, fire service. And anything else, you know, permits, people want to do a, do a pool in their backyard. They so, bylaw. Have, bylaw, yeah. um, planning. So many different assets are, are always... Uh,
0: Getting developed on a daily aspect where, where it's going to need your attention and needs decision-making a lot of times. Yeah, and so, uh, you've been putting out a lot of fires, I guess. Yes. <laughs> you know, what? sometimes yeah. that's
1: part of the day. And uh, it really shows how when, <clears throat> when you work together... I don't think people realize there's so many different moving parts for an issue. So when issues arise, it's incredible when you see the backstory of it with bylaw, with zoning, to make sure everything's up to par. So that happens. Oh, it happens every
0: day, right? The minor variances and complaints that are constantly going on. And, you know, you got to sit in and listen to those concerns of the community and Mm -hmm. find out what's happening. There's a big crisis that's happening right now. From what I see in not just our community of Vaughan, but in many communities throughout the GTA, and we have a really big shortage of of housing supply. The demand that's currently out there within our industry, and the unaffordability of homes today, with the cost of interest rates going up, with 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 the with the supply chain increasing in values, and and the cost of energy today, and things just becoming so expensive, homes still today right now are actually in a bidding war, and I was just into one yesterday where I had 14 offers in, 30 showings in two days, and people were practically breaking down the door to get inside. So there is a crisis, there is a problem, even on the rental side of things. What are some of the things that the city is implementing right now that can help with the shortage of supply to support the demand that's currently out there in the market?
1: First of all, I think it truly is a compliment to the city of Vaughan, to the people. People wanna live, invest in Vaughan and build in Vaughan. Just last week at our council meeting, the city of Vaughan, we signed the pledge uh, that the provincial government wanted for for homes. So we are committed to, build, to approving 42,000 units over the next 10 years, various different uh, homes, semis, townhomes, condos, a whole variety. So everybody has a chance to move to live in Vaughan. But I hear you say that there's a crisis. The other part of the story is that, For example, we're committed to 42,000 units built by 2031. The city of Vaughan already has about 17,000 units already approved on the books. Meaning, if you're a builder, a developer, you can start selling them tomorrow. But sometimes, some people in the development industry, they've been sitting on that inventory, which is adding a negative effect to what you're seeing. A downward
0: spiral towards that, which is creating a bigger problem on the resale side of things. yes. Because if we have new home starts, mm-hmm. that'll help support it and the flux of new buyers that'll come in because they take a big share of the market. Yes. What I think would happen was that because of the values of these homes actually dropped, the builders, mm-hmm. Stopped. right? Because now we got a lot of development charges that mm-hmm. come in through the city, right? Those are big costs. You got your levies and you got a whole bunch of associated fees that are going to go towards the city on top of the construction cost that developed that lot there's major components there that they want to be profitable. They don't want to be in, they're not in business to lose money. Yeah. Majority <laughs> don't want to, right?
1: I must say, Nick, those development charges are used to build in a new subdivision. Those development charges are built for the community center, for roads, for the underground sewage, all those kind of community investments that come with growth. So I understand that, uh, you know, things are getting expensive, but it's just a balancing act where we have to work together somehow. And it's more than just the city of Vaughan or York region, but it's... Uh, has to do with the provincial government as well. Of course. Uh, So there's two sides to that story. But I understand the frustration uh, because a lot of it goes into the final price for people who are buying the homes, especially in the new development. Correct. It's a balancing act. But those development charges are critical because those are what pays for the big cost ahead of time, and the the property tax pays for the the maintenance of it.
0: So you said we got an average of 17,000 permits ready to get distributed Mm -hmm. right now or have been approved Mm -hmm. to first start up. Correct. Uh, you said there's 42,000 homes to be approved within the next ten years. In the next ten years, I don't think that's going to be enough to support what's out there. And I think when we talk about the provincial government and Doug Ford wanting to release the greenbelt parcels of land, um, I think it's Bill 23. I believe
1: Bill 23. There's been a lot of uh, speculation, what you've been hearing in the news the last year. But what I'm just going to be focused on, which is true fact, is that Bill 23. Bill 23 has added a dimension where if you go to the alpat, it is very heavily in favor of the developer. Also, part of Bill 23 is that they want to reduce, and they have reduced the development charges by about 30%. Correct. So that has an, a big implication to all the municipalities because if you're going to build you know, a condo 100 units, and it's a hundred thousand per unit development charges. That's ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. Now, with the four government, you know, this this provincial government, you're reducing it by a third. So, so if you're a developer, instead of paying $10 million development charges, you're paying about $7 million, give or take. So that three million dollar is a real shortfall. Is it fair or right to have the everyday person use their property tax to pay for that shortfall? It doesn't make sense. It's uh, the province that they're going to make us whole if there's ever any uh, uh, loss of money. But we haven't seen that yet. And there's been a lot of planners in the GTA, I think, representing about 81% of the planning community professions across the board. They're saying that this is a real negative impact. So the the government hasn't told us yet how they're going to do it. But uh, that Bill 23 has changed the game because not only that, if you want to build a condo, You know, if you allow eight stories, the official plan says eight stories, the builder's coming, he wants to do eighteen. At the end of the day, the council has the right to approve or refuse any application that the builder presents to council. But with this provincial government, Bill 23, it has made it so pro-developer. And also if we go to the if the municipality goes to the board and they lose. The city of on the municipal has to pay for all the costs on top of the builders plus our own for the citizens, and that has really um, added a new dimension which wasn't there before. But not only that, a lot of the, the of the new applications we've been seeing, especially this term of council, they've been extremely aggressive, intense, and high density, where they're going double, triple the official plan. And so, not just the will of the of the elective on council to the residents. But our planning staff, our professionals, when these applications come with amendments, they're following the Places of Grow Act, the Greenbelt Act, uh, Bill 23, York Region, Growth. So there's so many factors. What, when they're giving us their staff recommendation, it's not just a political recommendation, but it's with their expertise and professionalism. So that's the balancing act. So if you allow eight stories at that, um, on the site, the builder comes with 18 and they want to sell at 14 or 13. It's almost still double the official plan, but the tough reality is that if you go to the board, the municipality will lose and they'll get more than what they what they asked for. So that is the, a real challenging, tough situation. Lots of municipal councils are in the GTA in particular. So that's a real issue. So my belief is always to try to work with the community, with the applicant, with the builder, and to try to work together to a, a positive solution. Sometimes it's reducing the stories, the height, adding, um, you know, starting an architectural design, you know, having the applicant help out. We have a, with have a community benefit if it's, you know, there's an old park. Part of the negotiations try to build a new park. Those are, the, you always have to be positive and creative and work together because when it goes to the board, it's extremely tough for the community to win the residence. The, because at the provincial, the LPAT, all they're looking at is pure numbers. It's not... They're not looking, oh, this this area's been in for fifty years.
0: This has been great. This has been wonderful. We're gonna to try to wrap this up right now. Where do you what, what's your what's your position on the future of Vaughn? Where are we yeah. at? What do you what do you think is gonna happen?
1: Vaughn is a world class city, we're a global destination, we're a city of distinction, where we see the very best in people. We're a city that's thriving, that's achieving, that we have incredible business leaders in our city. We have Vaughn residents are leaders in in every industry, and they put Vaughan on the world stage. You know, for example, talking about growth. War Two has fifty percent of the uh, employment land. Uh, City of Vaughan is the largest employer in York Region. City of Vaughan has the most uh, future employment lands along the four hundred, in particular in War Two, the Vaughan Enterprise Zone. We have arguably the, the most lowest taxes. We have incredible commercial and industrial growth which will help reduce the burden on the taxpayers, on the residential taxpayers. We're a city with incredible things. We have a, a hospital, we have the subway, we have the 427, we have a 900 acre park in Maple. We're a thriving city and, uh, and it, this truly is a testament the people of Vaughan who have built this city, the real people that have built this city to what it is today. When we're at these public meetings, it means so much. It it really touches the hearts because we have people saying, I want to move to Vaughan. We move from other places because we love Vaughan. It's a safe city. It's an inclusive city. It is a a pro-business. It is an enormously generous city. You know, the generosity of our people, it's second to none. The amount of millions that are donated to incredible charities every year... It is inspiring. And it's not just, I always say, how big of a check you can write, how many zeros, but it's the good intentions. The people of on across our city, they give their time, their efforts, their expertise, their skills. They always want to give back. I love when people are always ready, a neighbor, a small, how can I help? How can I help? i almost jumping up in the air. How can I help the community? And uh, your family as well, the OP team, you guys give so much to the community. And that's why I love. If it's a uh, Thanksgiving turkey drives, if it's a uh, uh, pies at Easter, if it's even during the the pandemic, guys were going door to door collecting food uh, for the Von Food Bank. That speaks volumes of the of the true principles and the values of our residents and of our small business community. Really embracing our Von values in action, and that is the most important because in life you have to give back, you have to share your blessings, and the more successful, the more you achieve, the greater you know a sense of duty to give back. And you're a real uh, thank you. testament to that. And I want to say thank you on behalf of the people of War too and our city.
0: Thank you very much. I cannot add to that. I am going to end this show with that finished off. That was phenomenal. That was great. You are fantastic, buddy. It is a pleasure to have you on. Absolutely. I hope to have you again. You were doing such a great job for, for our city. Uh, and and it's important that you continue such great work and I hope that you get reelected because you deserve it the city deserves you and you've done so much for this community and will continue to do for this community and you deserve everything that you're aspiring to be and I wish you all the best success continue thank moving
1: you. forward thank you from the bottom of my heart and let's have a fantastic weekend looking to buy or sell call a team you can trust don't believe me our Google reviews say it all put us on your lawn your house will be gone theopteam.com